Moncrief on News Talk. Brought to you by Avant Money. Think you're getting the best value from your bank? Think again. And you are listening to the Moncrief Show on News Talk. 53106 is our text number that will cost you 30 cent. You can follow us on Twitter or send us an email to afternoon at newstalk.com. It is time for So You Think You're an Adult. We are joined by uh, Declan Buckley and new girl Sarah Jane Tobin. Good afternoon to you. Good Good afternoon. Uh, uh, Sarah Jane has gone through a requisite amount of uh, uh, wisdom training. Uh, Uh, Did she she measure up? So here we go. Uh, I work for a construction company and we have set holidays. This year, they fall on the same weekend as my close friend's hen. The person was very close to me for so much of my younger life. And as I got older, we slightly drifted. To give you context, I'm not part of the bridal party or anything. I decided to book a holiday abroad for the week I'm off. And as a result, I'm going to miss her hen. I feel like this is going to go down badly, no matter how I approach it. When I was out with her over Christmas and my friend was drunk, she complained about how she never sees me anymore. Should I push my holiday with my husband and the kids by a few days and just go on the hen or should I put myself first? Put yourself first. I'm sorry. <laughs> like, yeah, I'm, I I don't know why anyone would kind of, you know, upset their, their family holiday for a hen party. And I don't know why anyone would be, you know, annoyed that somebody did that. I just, I yeah. I don't think that's... Yeah, but she will be. And she knows I, she's going to be. You know and there's what? a wedding coming. Yeah, and I she know. doesn't want any bad feelings. Well, let her, let her worry about the wedding then. You know, like, it's not like she's missing the actual wedding. It's like that, isn't it? It's like when people are having these uh, moments, like, for example, if you're having a wedding, it's not just the wedding, it's the, you know, I, I'm shopping for dresses and then I'm having my hen party and the hen party is happening over seven weeks in, you know, <laughs> Morocco or something. Yeah. And it becomes this huge big ask. And the reality of it is, is that some people aren't able to yeah. actually make somebody else the centre of their world for quite that amount of time. Um, I do wonder though, like I mean, th- there was a couple of things in the letter where she says, we used to be really close friends, but now, you know, we've slightly drifted. Um, I don't know what that means. And I also don't know what it means when somebody says, um, my friend basically said, I, I don't see you enough anymore. Is that not her saying, please, I need, I would like you to be a bit more involved in my life? And all that needs to be examined. What's going on there? Do yeah, you want to be a friend anymore? Look, at, right. If you've got kids and you're married uh, and you have an opportunity to actually have a bit of downtime with your family, uh, your friends, generally speaking, would understand that, no? Yeah. And, like, I mean, you know, as I said, she's, it's not like she's missing the actual wedding. She's going to go to the wedding. You know, weddings are expensive. Uh, and, you know, it is, as you said, it's a big ask as well. Have you ever not been able to go to a friend's wedding, though? Or, or, or like, I mean, because oh, I have. And it's, yeah. it's it's kind of, well, mainly because there was a clash of family wedding having on the same day a very close friend's wedding. That person has never let me forget. <laughs> never let me forget. No, well, I kind of something similar as well. I was actually I was bridesmaid for one friend, and her hen party was on the same day as my other friend's hen party. Yeah. So I had to choose one or the other. Obviously, went with one who I was bridesmaid for, who, who no longer speaks to me. Uh, I'm still friends with no, the well, other. That girl. was a mistake then. Yeah, <laughs> I'm still very good friends with the Is other it girl because of the hen party. <laughs> oh God, I wish. No, that's a very long story. That's for another day. But um, no, like I, I, I sent a bottle of champagne to the table in the hotel where the girls were and you know 
got well wasn't around the time when video calls were yeah. invented so maybe that's the way they go around maybe it is because uh, like I, I, I think people getting away on holidays if they're able to get through the airports these days it's, it, <laughs> it's very important for them especially because organising as you've already said a family holiday where there's children involved and other people's schedules yeah um, Look, you have your dates, you know that you're quite limited in when you can get away. So you kind of know what your priorities are. I think... Uh, if, she, if she was a good friend, though, if the bride was a good friend, she'd have made sure that she had a, an acceptable date that was suitable for her. Everybody. For everybody. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Rather true. than just ah, making it all about her. close to impossible task. No, But if she's like going to this, How many people are going? Like, I you don't know. know. We don't know. know. Just from the bride's point of view, yeah. people people still nowadays think when they're getting married, they're only going to get married the once, foolishly. <laughs> but, uh, she's going ahead. She's going ahead with this notion at the moment, so she's feeling all emotional, and she, and she wants all the people that were important to her in her life with her to go on the hen, even if some of them she doesn't see so much anymore. Yeah. And she saw her last Christmas, so it's like like they haven't seen each other in years. So it is. She would have an emotional need to kind of a desire, let's say, that it would be really nice to have all like the, the important people in my life with me on this end because I'm getting married and, you know, it's, you know, it's, it's a big it. day. So, uh, so she's only getting married at once. This one, our, our correspondent here goes on holidays, you know, all the time, at least once a year, <laughs> one, one assumes. So uh, and so maybe it's a couple of days. She, she, it looks like she can do it. She can push it for a couple of days. What, yeah, what, and then still go on holiday with the fam anyway. What would you do now if your wife said to you, Right, off you go on your holidays there now with the kids on your own, on your Todd. That's going to be a great holiday for you when you're fully in charge of all the children. Is, is that, is that, cause I think that's what she's saying. I think she's saying that oh, she right. would send the family away and, then and she on. will join them after this hen party, which I to know. me sounds like hanging, not totally hanging, totally hanging. Like rubbish yeah. from every direction. Yeah, but it's making her, her partner, her husband, feel like he's not as important as this friend that she hasn't seen since Christmas. Because, I mean, this is his holiday. How's he going to enjoy it if he's the sole carer of kids? And yeah. I, I mean, I, I, you know, well, anyone who goes on holidays with their kids is fooling themselves anyway. <laughs> That's true. You're that basically is. doing the same thing you do at home except it might be sunnier. Yeah. Uh, it involves more like putting, I'm hot, uh, making I'm memories. Hot, putting cream on them. Making Nightmare. memories. Come yeah. on. <laughs> no, it depends where they're going. They could be going uh, it could be going to carry on their holidays. It could be just a drive. Yeah. It I think be. I think I still think ultimately it's it's and it doesn't matter whether it's a christening or a bar mitzvah or a wedding or a hen party. There's always going to be reasons why you should go somewhere that will compete with reasons why you can't go somewhere. And I mm. think that it, in that scenario, you have to actually just make a call and you, you have to go with your instinct. And sometimes you can feel like you're a bad person because you chose something that might seem to to, to not uh, be on the side of like, emotionality or whatever but practically speaking I think you know people need downtime this woman that she's talking about has already acknowledged that they're not as close as they once were I don't see you as much anymore she yeah. slurred through seven yeah. parties but, but, but that was like <laughs> let's see each other more that's usually what that means in an Irish but way but it wasn't picked up so they haven't seen each other since Christmas. So, so they, yeah, it wasn't picked sure. up. So yeah. I have, I, I've lost count of the amount of friends I have that I, do, I shouldn't see enough. And every time I see them, we say we don't see each do other again, enough. Do it again. Do it again. Yeah. And yeah. but like practicality, you know, they have kids and stuff. Yeah, exactly. But that's exactly the point. The point is, is that life changes and people kind of they, they do drift apart for various reasons. And and people kind of compartmentalize their lives, particularly for the duration of raising young children. They go, mm-hmm. I have to keep it tight. I have to keep it organized. I have to keep the routine. And the routine might involve we only know we can have one week off at the end of July to go on our holidays and it's sacrosanct and I, 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 I don't want to compromise that 
for anybody, including a vaguely good friend who yeah, hasn't like, seen you for know, their hen party. Yeah. It's the hen party. Come on. Come the on. Person, Have a second hen party. Yeah. There you go. The woman who, uh, yeah, the woman who, yeah, I suppose it's a key point there you may have hit on this. She doesn't want to go on this thing, ultimately. No. She's only worried about how it's going to go down. Nobody wants to go on a hen party or a stagnate. Nobody oh, wants to go. Some people do. You, yeah. See, yeah. you see them now wandering around Dublin in stupid oh, outfits. Yeah. Do you know what? And you feel like <laughs> Do you still think this was a good <laughs> idea wearing that I, thing on your head? I was in Blackpool last month. Oh, Jesus. Oh, wow, yeah. class. Yeah, it was. It was, it was carnage. I <laughs> oh actually never seen anything like it in all my life. Dublin is very classy by comparison. Yeah. <laughs> when it comes to the stags and the hen Although parties. the Jubilee, uh, you know, parade looks a bit tacky too. So, I mean, that's just what they do. I don't know. I don't know. But yeah, I don't know. Uh, where, uh, yeah, where is the hen? That's and Marie thing. says hen parties aren't the setting for a good catch up. Just another member of the piss up party suggests she arranges a separate lunch or something with the friend and keep her holiday plans. If you want as a decent friend, you'll understand. Someone else says anyone think we uh, place too much focus on who attends hens or stags and weddings. Tell that woman not to worry. The hen will be so pissed and then too hungover to remember who was or wasn't <laughs> there. Yeah. I imagine that, like, you know, they start out sober, so she might remember from from that period. So generally speaking, make some excuse and just no, yeah, don't, don't yeah, trust I don't, I don't think, I don't think it's, it's, it's a, I don't think, as that last texter said, I don't think it is or should be a condition of friendship whether or not you show up to something like that. I don't think it should be. I think that Shouldn't the, be, other, no. the other ways in which you show up for people are far more important. And I think, you know. Yeah, but should she kind of contact the bride to be and yeah. really be in bits about not being able to go? Of course, oh, you know, of course. And, and yeah. husband, you know what he's yeah. like. He's useless. Yeah, he's I can't, <laughs> I can't risk my my, my children's lives my children's by leaving lives. them in his care. Yeah, because yeah. exactly. he'd lose one. He's done it before. <laughs> yeah. We think. Yeah. <laughs> I have to yeah. check the birth charts, but I'm sure we have I'm three sure kids before this. Chiplets. See, they're, they're useful for some things. These husbands, they're yeah. useful for some yeah. things. Uh, but, and kids are great for that excuse. Absolutely. Best excuse in the world. Oh, Best genie, excuse Max. in the world. Some people have children who are sick constantly. That's why they can't go anywhere. My lovely daughter and her husband have just moved uh, back home from Australia. They have two gorgeous children under the age of six who I love to bits. When they start their new jobs, they've asked me to mind the kids while they work. I don't want to. I'm happy to do the odd day, but I've raised my kids. What do you think is a reasonable compromise? I'm thinking two days a week, while my sister thinks I should not suggest to do any, any other young grannies out there. (laughs) (laughs) Well, young granny, this should just be a hard no. Sob them. They're your children. You should have kept it in your pants if you couldn't look after them. <laughs> it's I think it does. Ha- I think it, it is a completely legitimate perspective to have to say, I have raised my children. I've done that. Now they're your children. You need to go through what I went through. Um, <laughs> I think simultaneously, though, I think it's, it's totally uh, understandable for families to rely on on family members to help them out with childcare because that whole thing is a mess. It's too expensive and it's just, you know, if you're trying to balance work and all that kind of stuff. So I get that it's it's not just a kind of a family request. It's probably based on financial concerns and all of the reasons which makes saying no much harder than kind of like it's not as easy and the last question saying I just don't want to come to your hen party that's that's just all within the emotional realm although you could use financial reasons for not going whereas this one it's just way more complicated I'm totally on her side about about where she's coming from <laughs> but I don't think I could be as hard as, as the sister who's saying I can't be there for you at all I think that maybe I'm see, just a softy I don't know I mean I think it's really nice when you see 
grandkids and, and grandparents having a really nice relationship and stuff like that. But part of me kind of thinks it should be a choice like to kind of spend time together. It's not like, oh, you have to go to Nana's after school today because that's the way it goes. Yeah. Um, so, I, you know, I can completely appreciate where she's coming from too. I, I personally don't think if when it comes to my turn, when I have grandchildren, I don't think I'll be doing it uh, yeah. because I've already put in my time. Um, but like, you know, I like, I don't know if you've ever watched Motherland, uh, the comedy show on Netflix. Have you ever seen it? I've seen yeah. it mentioned. I haven't watched yeah. it though, yeah. Absolutely gas. But the, the moment it, she, she's like, she's just constantly deranged because she's trying to juggle kids and her mother and used to mind the kids. And then the mother said, I'm not doing it anymore, Julia. I can't. They're just wild. And she's going around going, I want my kids raised the way I was raised by my mother. Yeah. You know, like, and that's, yeah. that's, the, um, that's the kind of cusp when you're there kind of going like, okay. But I, yeah, I don't think, I don't think like, you know, I, even two days a week is, is, is a lot, it's a lot a to ask, ask somebody. Yeah. Well, the, no, but the thing is from a practical point of view, if they say, if she says yes to two days a week, where are they going the other three? She'll end up doing it five days a week. Yeah. I bet you it's all or nothing in this yeah. thing, I think. That's, really. that is, that's a really good point because ultimately, you know, it is once you say yes you're saying yes in principle and once yeah. you've said yes in principle it's just it's just a question of how many hours you're going to get in your contract and I think that that's exactly the problem so I, I yeah I, maybe she needs to harden the resolve and, and make it a really tough negotiation because it sounds to me like that, like that in the letter the way that she's kind of vacillating between where her sister is coming in with the no the never to where she's saying maybe to days a week is is a kind of a chink in the armour that might be mm. kind of might be of course the thing is from their point of view as well childcare like, like it's two under six that's you know that's another mortgage yeah uh, in terms of paying for it yeah but you see like kids that age you know when you're in, when you're old enough to be a grandparent are you able to manage two children that's that age like well this is probably, a young granny she was make, she was yeah, very clear you know, about that yeah. this woman she's is like, like you know, I mean, she's in pictures in and everything yeah. Yeah. you know like yeah. I'm, I'm not now I'm not old myself but I actually would be kind of hard pushed now to be looking after two small kids for eight, ten hours well when you take commutes into yeah, yeah ten hours a day it's a lot of energy required you know? so even the two days that you've given over will probably require recovery time afterwards <laughs> yeah. So, so yeah and it, and it is also it is a, it's a lifestyle thing that basically what she's been asked to do is to, to surrender any um, freedom any opportunity to do whatever the hell she wants during mm. the week because she's yeah. you know at that yeah. stage of her life um, and to give that over to being the you know available carer for you know the kids and I just, that's not it's a really tough one though because I keep I keep coming around in circles because I, I start off saying no and then I kind of go maybe and then I go no, oh it's tough and then I, I go well, back I think it's really it. unfair of the kids of, of her son or daughter whoever it is I don't know if it's a son or daughter um, to even ask her to be perfectly honest yeah, with you, because it yeah. does it does kind of put the honest back on her then say no and then she looks like the bad person and really should she have been asked no yeah. that's it well she says they've asked I mean I, you'd hope they asked rather than expect it you know yeah. that kind of a way that but, thought, but to ah, put yeah, it out there do it, but know. to put it out there though is kind of yeah. Again, I think that's situational because I think we are living in 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 a time when it, the cost of it is really off-putting and it may not be within the reach of some couples. So therefore, they're looking for ways to 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 be able to manage to to work and have their kids minded while they're doing that. And it's just oh, a head head wrecker. Well, like a lot of companies and a lot of businesses now are looking at hybrid models and stuff like that are working. So you know, maybe that's where they should be going first, yeah. talking to their their employer first I also and foremost. Know a lot of people like, where whether it's either the dad, but obviously normally it's the the mum who's. Just decided that it just isn't financially worth it at all to to pick up those extra hours yeah. or to work at all 
because the cost of child well, minding I, and all I that. I did that when my son was small. I kind of stepped back for a couple of years um, and I worked part time rather than yeah. full time because it, it just I couldn't afford childcare. And yeah. I wouldn't expect that of my, my like my mum would offer to help or whatever, but I wouldn't expect it of her. And uh, I, you know, I just mm. you, you take the hit. And at the end of the day, like you're going to be <laughs> two small kids. You're not really going to need like you're not, you know, you're not going to need your energy to be kind of going out at the weekends or anything like that. You're not going to need your, your spare cash for the weekends you you need them for the kids so yeah now if granny has a few bobs she could help them out with the cost of childcare that would solve the problem yeah but I mean it's a lot of money though there's a lot of money <laughs> now if she, I, you know, yeah. on the basis sell your house people. and give it over to childcare for yeah. them yeah uh, <laughs> Elaine says I feel sympathy for the daughter I live near my mother and if she didn't take my children two days a week yeah. financially I would not be able to cope mm. uh, why did the daughter not organise the childcare before she looked for a job taking granny for granted well we don't know exactly all, all the details of that but uh, the request obviously has been put in there so would you both go for a no on that one yeah I would unfortunately I, I, I look at him no. he's still yeah, confused I still, I'm, I'm like no but it's not like an absolute hard no because there is so many like that last texture saying there that some people are in that really awkward situation and I totally feel it idealistically speaking I kind of go no you know live your life be free whereas in the practicalities of this tough world I mean you know sometimes you need to you, you need, need to, to they, little, they need to toughen bit. up. The son or daughter needs to toughen up and just, you know, take the kids on the chin. That's it, as you said. Put it in, keep it in your trousers otherwise. Uh, Amanda says, it takes a village. Kids get so much from grandparents caring for them. My mum has my two girls after school two days a week and a child milder other days. The kids might be in uh, pretty school, etc. Um, I assume you mean kind of like baby school or that kind of thing. Mm. Or um, uh, Tell the young granny to say no. From another young granny, two days will result in creeping to three, then four, then five. Uh, Someone else says one day a week maximum. Uh, Maybe occasional emergencies, but also make clear it's very limited uh, and quite an ass. Well, now we're assuming that granny will do, you know, will help out. Uh, in that kind of um, uh, in those kind of situations uh, somebody else wants to know who the hell was looking after the the, the two kids for the last six years in Australia I, well we don't know the answer to that it's not that useful really <laughs> my mum uh, decided not to mind our children at all we absolutely managed financially with no hard feelings 30 years later my children have no relationship with their nanny in her 80s uh, not what, what I will do okay Fair enough. Ah, you'd want them to have a relationship. Yeah, but that's what I was saying. Like, mm -hmm. uh, on their terms, though. Not like you have to go to Nana's school or Nana's house after school because, you know, like, sometimes they they want to hang out with their friends outside their own house. And And also, by the way, like, just because the kids weren't getting on the bikes or the bus to head over to Nana's house after school, that it doesn't automatically lead into not having a relationship. There's there's other reasons why that can happen. And it could actually be that just some old people just don't like children. <laughs> they just don't like children. Yeah. They've had no... Yeah, I didn't like you when you were <laughs> yeah. young and now. Uh, uh, there's nothing unusual or wrong about asking your grandparent to provide childcare. What would be wrong is expecting the grandparent to do it for free. If that woman doesn't want to mind her grandchildren, that's absolutely reasonable. But if they're happy to do it two days a week, uh, they uh, then charge accordingly. So, ka-ching, that be, that that young granny. That's what you want to do Young Fina Gale there. <laughs> right, <laughs> uh, everything. Uh, I'm a gay man. I have been out for a number of... I am, yes. Uh, I've been out for a number of years. I'm very happy in my life, and although the journey was tough, I'm happy to have done it. However, I find Pride Month really hard, and I don't know why. My coming out experience wasn't amazing, and I find the whole month a bit overwhelming. I work for a multinational company... And since yesterday, uh, they've our buildings draped in pride flags. I don't know why, but since the flags have been put up, I get this pit in my stomach. 
I think this is amazing and I'm so glad that my work can be seen as a safe space. But I can't help how the month makes me feel from parties to events. I just want to avoid them all. I tend to get judged by gay friends when I express how I feel to them. I'm so proud of who I am. I feel like this is a bandage I just need to rip off, but I don't know how to do it. Oh, now, so sad. is he a bad gay? Declan? <laughs> <laughs> the leader of the bad gays. <laughs> um, look, this is really complicated because um, Pride... Pride Month as it is now it used to be just one wet afternoon in the end of June when I was a wee lad but now it's an entire month and it has the kind of you know the uh, financial backing of, of, of major corporations and it, it's a big old event and a lot of people make a lot of money out of it and from it um, but underlying all of it is, is a basic idea is that you know members of the LGBT community who go through a lot of difficult times in their lives and a lot of times aren't supported and our letter writer alludes to a difficult time in coming out which mm. may may be what happened when they came out or may be what happened internally psychologically leading up to them coming out uh, but it, it's a difficult time and sometimes that transition into okay now I'm out and I can see rainbow flags everywhere doesn't necessarily translate into a life of comfort a life of safety and a life of happiness or, you know, accomplishment, whatever, whatever words that you, you want to use to describe the way people think that their lives should turn out once yeah, they're, yeah. they're being mm. their authentic selves. Um, I think as well, pride does trigger a lot of people because sometimes for political reasons, it represents aspects of society that don't necessarily represent themselves. All gay people, all LGBTQ plus blah, blah, blah people aren't the same. We're all individual with different personalities and, mm. and different kind of desires for the world. Um, and so therefore, sometimes seeing what you think you're meant to feel being shown to you by other people who aren't even of that identity can be a little bit difficult to kind of wrap yeah. your head around. And it can also be... Um, another element as well, maybe that this person feels that they're on the cusp of some kind of... Um, you know, attaining some kind of life. Uh, I'm, I'm doing kind of almost like Zen. Buddhist Zen. <laughs> thing. Nirvana yeah. type. Yeah. Nirvana Jobby, yeah. moment in their lives and they're not quite there yet and they don't understand why. They feel like they're climbing this ladder and that maybe, you know, corporate pride is, is the key to that. And it's not going to be because fundamentally, you know, unless you're psychologically sound uh, with yourself, you're not, you're not going to interface with the world, whatever the world is doing, in a way that's going to be good for you. Yeah. So I think ultimately I would say it's okay not to be okay with pride it's fine to engage with it in whatever way you can as long as you recognise one thing that the underlying politics of it are to to state which is also legally enshrined in our in our in our laws that LGBTQ people are equal in our society and if you don't sign up to that you've no right waving a flag or making speeches or whatever you're just you well know said, sure. Declan. Yeah. Well I, said. I know I wonder is it just Maybe there's still baggage there from that experience yeah, of coming course. out. That's and, what I mean. That's, that's all yeah. in there. It's baggage. Yeah. And everybody has baggage. And it's not only because you're gay or, or whatever way you identify. It's to do with the fact that life can be tough and you can, you're holding on to other things. And some, sometimes wanting to be part of, of a thing can mean that your own individual experiences have to kind of be blended into a group think and that, and that blend can often not reflect back your own truth. And so, so, you know, you have to just be yourself, be part of the party if you can, but you don't have to be the same as everybody else. That's, That's totally yeah. fine. It, it exactly. And I think people put too much 
uh, onus on what's going on around them and people around them and oh look he's having a great time I should be having a great why, why am I not, not having yeah. a great time yeah. maybe you know I, I do think I think everybody and I'm always always waxing lyrical about this I think everybody would benefit hugely from from a little bit of therapy take an American angle on this yeah. and actually you know get <laughs> yeah, in touch with I, themselves I, and, yeah in this yeah in this and actually, I think so. I should say yeah. that because at the moment I saw it on somebody's and I'll put it on my social media later on but I, I saw there are there is an organisation that is doing that during Pride Month because it is it is at the core of of the struggle. Um, there is some there is an organisation that's doing free counselling for members of the LGBTQ community. I'm sorry, I don't have the information to hand, but yeah, I, okay, it is completely, we'll find that out. Completely. Yeah. I'll, okay. I'll, I'll let you know. Good suggestion, uh, Sarah Jane, uh, Jacqueline. Thank you both very much. Moncrief brought to you by Avant Money. Think you're getting the best value from your bank? Think again. Weekdays at two p.m. on News Talk.